Today, it's just you and me. I'm on my ranch, I've got my mic, and I'm sharing what's on my mind to help you become resilient and to tap into that hidden magic that I call your genius spark. I have talked to dozens and dozens of people over the last few years, coaching them, helping them walk through struggles. And you can see it in their faces. You can see it in their bodies. I was talking to one person yesterday and I could see the puffiness in her face and her eyes and asked about sleep and she's not having much success in getting a good night's sleep. And at some points, and at some point our bodies can't absorb anymore. And then we begin to see symptoms. Some of them can be just stressed and tension and snapping back. Some of it goes into sleep and the inability to sleep. Some of it's depression. Some of it actually turns into autoimmune issues that aren't really autoimmune issues. It's just the body being so inflamed. And so we've lost the ability to listen to our bodies and to work with the rhythms of our bodies, the energy rhythms the emotional rhythms, the relational rhythms. We've lost a lot of that. Now it's coming back and it's catching up with us. Someone said that we repeat what we don't repair. The book, The Body Keeps the Score, talks about how the body absorbs the traumas, the disruptions, the hurts. And if they don't get worked out, And it's just not cognitively working them out and saying, okay, gut it out, or I'm okay with this, or, quote, toxic positivity. (laughs) Those don't get, those don't address the body. Dr. Gasco, who used to be dean of education at University of North Texas, says the issues are in the tissues. We've got to start paying attention to what our bodies are telling us. And for 47 million people during the pandemic, they quit. They heard some sound where they said, I'm just not going to do it. And now companies I'm working with are having trouble getting people to come back to the office. I believe it's the body telling people, don't go there. (laughs) It's not safe. My goodness. And our companies don't realize that we're really the collective well-being of all the individuals. And we're not very well right now, at least in the coaching that I'm seeing. We're going through another stage, at least with some of my clients of layoffs. We're going through new apprehensions in the commercial real estate side. 
and it's triggering people. And the things that I have been able to do that have helped me not only sustain but stay healthy. First, and you've seen it in my post, sleep. I am rigorous in making sure that I shut down and make sleep my priority because of all the things I absorb during the day. And you've seen my WHOOP scores that far exceed my recovery scores on some days. But I do have a refuge. And that's getting to bed consistently and getting that rest I need. The other part is the relational connections. I've been surprised at how many people, even in my network, can only point to one or two people that they could call in a pinch in the middle of the night and would be there, or people who they're consistently connected with that encourage them and hold them accountable. The statistics say it's less than one and a half people. And the research shows that we need at least five in our social network. When I was coaching people that were going through down phases, I would ask them, what gets you up in the morning? What's your purpose? Out of 60 individuals that went through some pretty down times, uh, not one of them could answer outside of obligation. I gotta get up, gotta work. Not one person could tell me what their purpose was. And so that's been a passion to help people do that. And we've been doing work with the Clifton Strengths, and now we've developed our own tool called the Genius Spark to help people find that missing element, what they've covered up. I mean, the research is clear. We were all once geniuses, and then when we started going to school at five and six years of age, we began to conform. We began to fit in. We began to not want to look like the odd duck. And so we've covered all that unique originality up that we've paid a price for. And usually I discover it when somebody in their mid forties to sixties says, I'm successful, but I'm not happy. Um, I'm not sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I've just, I just talked to a principal with an architectural firm just turning 60. And she's saying, you know, I've got all the material stuff. I've got a stable and some horses. My kids are great. I'm just looking at the time that I've got left and wondering what did I do with what I'm doing? And I can relate. I was there in 2000 when I was 45. That was my quote, midlife crisis, circumstances had to just take everything away from me. My career, because of the dot-com crash, company was almost um, bankrupt. I was almost bankrupt. The tension and stress, my health, all of that. So I get it. I really get it. I had been climbing the ladder and I reached the ladder of success. And unfortunately, 
I had put my ladder up the wrong wall. And the good news is, it's not too late. I'm feeling physically at my best, creatively at my best, passionate about the work I'm doing and the people I'm helping, deeply connected with my family and friends. And that has been and will be a work in progress, but it it can be done. So my thoughts for tonight, you know, I'm sitting on the back deck of the barn, the ranch, looking up really clear sky. I can see Venus and the moon, and I can hear the crickets and the frogs in the background, and just thankful that I listened to my body. I listened to my emotions and instincts and made some very different choices. And it hasn't been, I mean, this ranch has not been easy. It's been financially a stretch. It's been physically a stretch. But, oh my goodness, it's the right place. So my wish is that you will begin to do a couple things. One is really check in with your body. See what you're carrying. And then begin to find ways to work it out. And I would say the second thing, start working on sleep good routine before you go to bed, get a good night's sleep so you've got a clear head in the morning and energy to begin to really tackle the really important issues because if you don't have the energy reserve to do that, you just go into checklist mode. Too many of us are on the treadmill just doing the checklist. My tomorrow has already started tonight. I've thought through what the most important things I need to get done tomorrow and it's in my brain I have reflected on my genius paragraph who I am at my best and looked over the day and just asked at different times did I show up at my best and what would I like to improve what got in my way tomorrow morning I'll set the tone doing something similar, reading the paragraph I've created with our app, The Genius Spark, on who I am at my best, and then ask the question, how will I show up at these particular times? And I look at my calendar to do that. So I hope these things help. I hope you start paying attention to your body. You get a good night's sleep. You get prepared for tomorrow, tonight, you craft a statement on who you are at your best and you continue to reinforce it and reinforce it because the world will try to make you conform to its expectations. And uh, it's time for me to check in and go to bed. So take care. <laughs>